everybody. It's Chris Marshall of the Payne Street Team, brought to you by Payne Auto Group Valleywide and PayneAutoGroup.com, where we have what you want. Look at Tuqueras, regardless. It's time for another edition of Payne Auto Talk. And this week, we have with us the lovely Miss Christy Collier of Welcome Home RGV. And away we go. And today, we have the lovely Ms. Christy Collier from Welcome Home RGV. How are you doing, ma'am? I'm doing great. It's uh, January. Yes. It's the, the best time of the year. The best time of the year for you. And as I've, uh, it's been said in the past, you are the official, unofficial uh, winter Texan, uh, what is it called? The Chamber of Commerce. Yes, for- I've also <laughs> been called the Pied Piper. The Pied Piper. <laughs> I got you. Um, yeah, it's... It's been an incredible ride. Um, we've been doing this for 16 years, and the the best way to describe what we do is if you think about a chamber of commerce for mm-hmm. Winter Texans, that's a, a great analogy. Um, but we do we do a lot of different things, and it's been really a fun ride because we've just kind of made it up as we go along. Yeah, and you came up with it's Welcome Home RGV, and that's for our listeners. That's the Rio Grande Valley, the bottom part of Texas, from the tip of Brownsville to how how far do y'all span? We go all the way to Rio Grande City, really. Um, our our RV parks that we work with are in Palm View, okay, to Portisville, South Padre. Wow. So, um, but we include Rio Grande City in our in our marketing materials and all of that. Awesome. And our uh, our winter visitors, we call them winter Texans, is because they're retirees and pensioners, and they come down here for the weather, and they they don't like uh, digging snow, and they they love the tropics down here with us, our subtropical region. Absolutely. There are three really retirement destinations, Florida, Arizona, and Texas. And word's getting out that Texas is a lot more fun and a mm-hmm. lot more affordable than other retirement destinations. And so last season, we had um, quite a few people who were misplaced from the Florida hurricanes mm-hmm. that chose Texas for the first time. And um, it's it's really interesting to hear their take on what makes the valley so much better than other wow. destinations. And so. that's a great focus group for you, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, winter Texans are, you know, we have over 100,000 that come to our area each winter. Wow. So um, with 300 more or less um RV parks, retirement communities across the valley. And so, you know, they're a huge economic driver to our region and um, spend about $1.2 billion in our region every every winter. So there's a lot more than just happy hours and bingo, you know. There's um, a lot of strategy in what we do. Um, It's... Every time I turn around, I see a different opportunity or a different angle or a different way that our winter Texans make an impact on our community. Awesome. Yeah, they, uh, these are, it used to be the stereotype I remember back in the day of it looked like the movie Cocoon, where people are just (laughs) playing shuffleboard and riding a bicycle. Now it's a whole lot more. It is. You know, it's, um, and maybe it's because I'm I'm nearing that golden age, the oh. double nickel, 55. But, you know, winter Texans aren't quite as old as they used to be. No, it's a younger crowd. Uh, it is a younger crowd. And um, and I think that you know, they can people can come down here and really just not escape the cold weather, but escape all the noise, if mm-hmm. you will. And, and they can just finally be 
who they want to be, and they ha- they have a great time while they're here. It's kind of like spring break for grownups. Yes, you know? yeah, they get get out of the hustle and bustle mm-hmm. of all that jazz, mm-hmm. and some of them live here permanently. Absolutely, you know we we found that you know a number of our winter Texans. You know, after they've been doing this six or seven years, their kids are scattered across the country and they decide, you know what, we like the valley. We like Texas. We're going to call it our our permanent home. And so we call those our converted Texans. Mm -hmm. Our our implants. Yeah. So and we have we have a whole set of programming that's specific to them, too, because, you know, that's my end game. If I could get every winter Texan to go through that conversion process, I will have felt like I did my job. Um, because again, you know, those, the converted Texans are the ones that spend here, spend money here Mm -hmm. year round, not just all winter. So, you know, the more we can, you know, educate them and plant those seeds that, Hey, the, the Valley is a great place to, to, to live permanently. Um, that's where the money is. Yeah. They, uh, like you were talking about, you know, cocktail hour. I know they like to, what's it called? Border buttermilk. Border buttermilk. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they, uh, Trips to Mexico. I know they, well, they do a lot of trips. And uh, so not only are you the welcome wagon, but also you also have trips of your own. And one's coming up, is it not? Yes. We um, we have an annual cruise. Um, we have, uh, it's the cruise with Christy. Mm-hmm. That's me. And this year we have 310 cruisers going with us out of a, a cru- Royal Caribbean out of Galveston. So with six motor coaches, so watch out. Here it, we come. And how many people did you originally start with? This was like the, a couple of years ago, right? Yes. The first year was six or seven years ago, and we had a, about 80. And so we've really grown. I was about to say, you thought that was a lot of people. We thought that was a lot of people. So 310. And we have, uh, we do everything for our cruisers. You know, we um, we hold their hand throughout the trip. You know, we're, um, each, each bus has a bus leader. Mm-hmm. that um, we're assigned to and it's just a lot of fun it's group travel is so much fun um i i don't know if i'll travel any other way you know <laughs> it's it's just a lot of fun to be to go with a group awesome and we got that cruise going on and that's coming up february 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 okay. 3rd i think wow and okay and uh and that's all everybody's already paid up there's no more slots yes yeah we're we're sold out so yeah it's 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 really great when's the next one uh we well i i personally i would like to just go on cruises (laughs) (laughs) Um, but we have another one going in november awesome so maybe in the future there'll be a summer one yeah for the permanent uh, transplants absolutely now, there is a big event of yours coming up, and that is the Winter Texan Expo. The Winter Texan Expo. Dun, dun, dun. This is the 31st annual, and so I bought the show in 2014. So, okay. Um, so it's been ours. You know, it's funny because even before we bought the show, a lot of people thought it was mine anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, when the promoter was ready to kind of retire, I said, yes, I want it. And I want it now because everybody thinks it's my show anyway. So it's a great way to show showcase all that the Valley has to offer for one. You know, our vendors are incredible. 
Um, and they come from all over the valley, but all over the state and even all over the country. Yeah. You know, so Oklahoma, um, the Oklahoma, state, yes. the state of Oklahoma, they have their big booth there. Absolutely. Cool so it's um, it's a great way for us to showcase the best of the best, but it's also um, an incredible opportunity to welcome our winter Texans and show them that South Texas hospitality. It's a free event. Um, there's no admission uh, to get in, and we have live entertainment throughout mm-hmm. the day and door prizes. And you know, there's so much to learn about our area. So it's a really great opportunity. Um, so we have uh, this year we're branching out. Um, we have two days in McAllen, January 16th and 17th, and we're also, this is our first year to bring the Winter Texan Expo to Brownsville. So we are doing um, that on January 18th. Wow. So, wow. It's a it's officially a, a chain now. Absolutely. Awesome. You know, so um, it's it's really great. The city of Brownsville has welcomed us with, uh, with open arms, and um, they're our big sponsor for that event. And we're excited to be able to bring what we do in McAllen to the Lower Valley. And because even though our winter Texans will go from McAllen to Brownsville and Brownsville to McAllen, um, we also want them to feel like they're also a part of who we are so that's kind of fun awesome and so this is welcome home rgv welcome home rgv.com also mm-hmm. on facebook and everywhere else we've got the cruises we've got the expo and i believe there's something else coming up in february is there not something with some yes motorcycles um, and yeah whatnot. we're gonna have a, a poker run and um a ride to south padre on february 24th so stay tuned for more information on that it's gonna be really fun awesome um we're you know we we do a lot here you know all in an effort to enhance the winter texan experience and whether that's from gathering information you know the the interesting thing about winter texans is that Prospective retirees don't know they're winter Texans until they hit Texas for the first time. In their mind, they're snowbirds. Mm-hmm. So we, we have to educate them on, you know, on, on being a winter Texan rather than a snowbird. But um, their wants and needs are this new generation, if you will, has a different way of doing things. And so, you know, it's classic rock and roll you know is is where it's at these days you know um the um they're bringing their motorcycles you know they're playing pickleball i remember when i started this um 16 years ago there was rumors about this game called pickleball Mm -hmm. you know and now pickleball is everywhere yeah my kids have picked it up Yeah. yeah so um a lot has changed just in the you know um, years that I've been doing this, but you know, we have to remember that our customer changes too. And so we have to adapt our events and our activities and our programming to reflect what that next generation is looking for. Yeah. It's, and I've noticed it too, playing a couple of parks with, uh, the bottom line band and, you know, we still play classic country and whatnot, but all of a sudden, the classic rock aspect, it used to be bop, you know, Chuck Berry and Elvis mm-hmm. and stuff. And now we're playing, was it The Cars? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were playing The Cars and Joe Walsh and Tom Petty. And I'm like, wow, this is really changing. It it really is. Yeah. It really is. And so, you know, that and that can be a challenge, but an op- also an opportunity. You know, sometimes, you know, we work with our activity directors um, very closely. And, you know, that's what we're hearing from them is how do I balance 
the wants of the older generation, mm. but still attract that younger generation. And so it's it's interesting. Yeah, and and you're helping with the assimilation process yes. too. Yes. So we have uh, next week, uh, January 9th and tenth. We have the Entertainer Showcase, mm-hmm. um, which we took over last year, um, which we have 60 entertainers come and perform. They've got nine minutes um, to perform <laughs> in front of all the activity directors because entertainment is a huge part of the Winter Texan experience. And, um, you know, you can go to any RV park and they've either got a jam session going on or a happy hour or, you know, some sort of music involved. And so the... Um, the audiences are our activity directors, and so they get to hear nine minutes of someone perform and hopefully book them for the next yeah. season. It's a an audition showcase. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. So yeah. And with how did you get into this? Like what what like you woke up one day and said, I'm going to help these folks out or what, ha- what, it's, what happened? It's an interesting story. Um, you know, I'm from McAllen originally, so I've always been around winter Texans. Um, never known life without them, actually. <clears throat> and, Same here. Um, always had kind of this little side project um, doing little coupon books that mm-hmm. were sold through school groups and nonprofits. And I had a real job. And in 2007, I was laid off from that real job. And so all of a sudden, this little coupon book had to pay for groceries and, you know, things yep. like that. So I thought, who likes coupons more than our winter Texans? And so that's kind of how it started. I just went, you know, started making um really great connections with activity directors and um, to see if they would sell my coupon books and they're all through their office and um, learned very quickly that there was a need for someone, some organization to kind of really protect and take care of the winter Texans that, that come to South Texas. I mean, our municipalities and our chambers, they do a great job welcoming, but that's just for their community. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a regional approach to um, protecting that demographic. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of how it started. I mean, I saw a really you know, bad magazine, and I thought I could do better than that. And there was a uh, a couple of websites that I thought I don't know anything about website design, but I think I can do better than that, and that's kind of how it started. I was talking to a friend of mine and saying I'm going to put together this magazine, a directory of services that is, you know, unique to the 55 plus market. And she said, "How much is a half page ad?" I said, "500 bucks." She wrote me a check. I needed the money, and that's how we got started. <laughs> Man. I was pulling numbers from the sky and yeah. thinking, okay, now I guess I need a graphic designer. Yeah, and, and now it's uh, now from all that, and you're probably operating right out of your living room, absolutely cottage industry, mm-hmm. and here we are in your conference room. Yes, I know. It's yes, what happens when you grow. Kind of all grown up. Yes, and it's so it started in '07. Yes. Wow, we're wow it's getting close yeah yeah it's crazy and so you know we we kind of piddled with our directory for a couple of years and then we went to a monthly newsletter um and then when it was really the turning point was in 2014 when we bought the winter texan expo Mm -hmm. um i needed to have a little bit more frequency with my uh with our winter texans and so that's when we made the switch to a weekly newspaper so we published 22 weekly newspapers as well wow 
Mm-hmm. That's you're man. You're everywhere. We try to be. Uh, yeah. And so, what uh, besides the cruises and stuff? You mean you're gonna you're gonna stay on this on this row on this uh, direction? And how is it going to expand? I know the valley the valley is getting bigger because of construction, and I know that some parks are, you know, management changes hands, and also, but some parks are. It's it's funny because some parks have disappeared, mm-hmm. like uh, the the interchange here at uh, two eighty one Holiday Village. Yeah, I mean, I still look over there, mm-hmm. and I can still see the remnants and the rows of of that park, you know, and the concrete jungle has grown along eighty three. But there's still some hidden gems out there. Are there any new parks? Uh, being constructed? Not that I'm aware of. The um, we have one fairly new park, um, mm. Tropical Trails in Brownsville. Nice. That's probably been three years since it opened, um, but it's a different. It's not really a Winter Texan community, if you okay. will. I mean, they Winter Texans are welcome, but um, it's more uh, for anyone who wants to hang out by the beach, but not gotcha. stay on the beach. You know, it's it's a it's a really beautiful park. So um, we. So yeah, no, I can't think of any you know really new parks, but yeah, they they change hands quite frequently and management changes and things like that. It's um, it's never a dull moment in our world. Yeah, it's it's no joke. It's mm-hmm. uh, even though it's the valley seems quiet, but I know we're the last time I remember we're like the fifth fastest growing place in the nation. It's crazy. And there's always some new construction mm-hmm. company coming out. So I'm I'm curious, and part of the reason is it's I'm. So let me see the design of your dance hall. Mm-hmm. Let me see that. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like when Mission Bell, they mm-hmm. they redid theirs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that's a big hall too. Yeah. So. It's it's a very interesting world that I live in, and you you get to see it too. Yes. Um, but you know, you think about not having to worry about just about anything. You know, if if you. You know, you pick the right park with the right people. The people are what make it. Um, and so, you know, then you have activities all day long. You can stay as busy or as unbusy as you want to be. Um, my favorite thing about the parks is there's always food. So who has That's to cook, right. you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, you have people who will look after you. There's exercise. There's golf. There's this. There's that. There's so many things to do. Um, it just sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. And there's still still some traditional stuff. Uh, I think uh, the boys and I were playing recently at uh, Rio Valley Estates, mm-hmm. and they had a breakdown. I mean, they had a, like a quilting club, mm-hmm. and they had a breakdown of what it takes to make a quilt and the amount of effort in it. I went, wow. You know, you know? Sp- speaking of quilts, um, you know, Winter Texans bring so much to our area as far as spending their money. But, mm-hmm. you know, philanthropy is another thing mm-hmm. that, you know, we just, I, I if I can say one thing it's you know we take that for granted you know they support our nonprofit organizations they support our schools they support needy families um and quilting is one way that our quilters give back is they you know they they do handmade quilts for cancer patients and for the hospitals and things like that so that's a, a and a lot of volunteer work a lot of volunteer work so you know there's um in addition to just cash donations mm-hmm. um so winter Texans are an important part of our ecosystem, if you will. And I like to use the hashtag, Winter Texans mean business. Because oh, yeah. that's 
the truth. They do. You know, they um, they create jobs. They create wealth. They um, it's it's a really incredible when you can kind of take a step back and look at the overall big picture. Oh yeah, uh, plumbing, HVAC, absolutely, uh, even an automotive. I mean, mm-hmm. for those who travel with their trailers, and uh, which sometimes these motor coaches, I think a NASCAR team is pulling up. <laughs> I'm like, that's it's like that's nicer than my place. You absolutely. Know? And uh, somebody has to fix it. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to service it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's um, there's a lot of places. Uh, I'll, I'll even say this: when my folks were still around, they, they were getting on in their years, and all of a sudden, they're hanging out with the Winter Texan crowd, and they're from down here. Mm-hmm. And and people would ask, you know, what park are you from? And mom and dad would laugh. Uh, we live in a grove. Right. And mom and dad would bring fruit, you know, mm-hmm. to them and stuff. It was pretty cool. Well, so. our Winter Texans are a very welcoming bunch too. It's that. You know, Midwest influence, if you will. It's it's incredible. And the Canadians have gotten in on it too. Absolutely, they don't like shoveling that snow either. No sir, <laughs> no sir. And a lot of the veteran community too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of military veterans mm-hmm. and law enforcement. And we thank them, and it's it's nice getting their take on things. Absolutely, they're and they are. I tell you what, after, during happy hour, they can. You know, they are funny. It, it, it is funny. Um, I'll share something with you. Our phones ring off the wall at the office until about three o'clock, <laughs> and then it's crickets. That's when the blender. That's when the blender starts. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Um, about three o'clock every day, everybody's at happy hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I've and there's times I've I visit parks and I'm there doing doing my thing, and all of a sudden, hey, uh, come on over. Mm-hmm. It's like I. I drive a company car. I, I can't. Oh, come on. Just for a little while. It's like, mm, little while turns into a longer mm-hmm. while. It's like, I, I'm still working. Oh, you still have a job. Okay, kid. So, uh, several of the people you have working here, some are, are winter Texans. We have Fran Adams is our resident activity director, if you will. She was um, actually the activity director at Trophy Gardens in Alamo for oh, many okay. years. And so, when I was trying to figure out okay, where where do I fit in this? What am I really trying to do? She had retired from being the activity director. And so I just called her and I said, hey, would you want to come and, you know, kind of consult me on, you know, um, and she'll be the first to tell you that's just stupid. Fran, I'm I'm familiar with Fran. She says it like it is. Right when you said you said trophy guards and then Fran, I went, I know yep, who you you're know talking exactly about. Who that I'm is a about. that is a no nonsense gal. Absolutely. And so she, you know, it's really helpful to have you know our friends and people that we can ask questions about. Hey, what do you think about this? Do you think this will fly? Is this is there a need for this? And so, um, so yeah, um, Fran is our resident winter Texan. But, we, you know, um, Kurt and Stella, they live at Alamo Country Club. Mm-hmm. Kurt's an entertainer as well. So, you know, we um, we have a really great team. Yeah, you, uh, that to keep your finger on the pulse, mm-hmm. it's it's good to have insiders. Absolutely. So, Well, and we have really great relationships with the activity directors and the managers in the park, too. And, and they rely on us for a lot. Um, and we... So we're, we and we've become friends along the way too. Mm-hmm. So I have I have a lot of people on speed dial that I can call and ask for help or if I have questions or you know sometimes you know we'll we do little mini surveys like what's occupancy looking like and you know things like that. So um, they're they're um, as my daddy would say it's the mutual admiration society. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. And also with the internet now and of course technology. 
with all your social media. It's constant. It's, is it a bombardment? It is crazy. It's 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 hard for me to imagine that I started out doing this on my own. You yeah. know, and now we have you know, we have someone who's dedicated to our social media. Yep. You know, you have to and we have to be everywhere. And um thankfully I have a team that very rarely says no. Mm. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. I got an idea. I got an idea. Okay, boss. Oh, here we go. Down down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. I got you. And uh and being from down here, you know, you're from McAllen. Mm-hmm. And uh you went to school down here. Yep. But did you go out into the world and see a whole lot of the of the outside the valley and you've kind of used that down here? Or? Sort of. I was one of those that couldn't wait to come back. I got you. Um I love being <clears throat> You know, the valley is, you can be, you can just be yourself. You know, I, yes, I went to school in Austin mm-hmm. um, at Concordia Lutheran College. I, I moved to Austin with hopes of going to UT, but crossing the drag with 10,000 other people just wasn't my cup of tea. You know, I'm yeah. a small town girl, if mm-hmm. you will. You know, my town's not so small anymore, but, you know, it's just that feeling uh, it gave me anxiety, just mm. all the people. And so I went to a small college, Concordia Lutheran. There were 800 students wow. when I went. Yeah, my graduating class was 27. So I'm all about that small town. You know, I, I like to um, fish in a small pond. I got you. Yeah, so we, after that, my husband, he's from McAllen, too. Um, we, we moved to Dallas after we got married and lived there for a year. He was already working there. Dallas? Yeah. That's good about it. It was beautiful. You know, um, we had friends there and all of those things, but I just couldn't wait to come back home. Yeah, I don't know if I could do Dallas. Yeah. I no. could do San Antonio. Yeah, suburb of San Antonio. Yeah, Dallas, that's. <sighs> I've driven in that traffic. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Lord, yeah, you're a better person than I. Yeah, no, it was um, it was time to come home, and I just love it here. I love everything about the valley. Yeah, uh, when you start seeing those palm trees on 281 mm-hmm. or 77, it's like, oh yeah. We need more palm trees, though. Yeah, the palm trees are kind of well. Some people are planting new ones here and there, but you want to know something interesting? What's, what you got? Um. Palm trees. If you're driving down the highway in the valley and you see large concentrations of palm trees, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, it's an RV park. I never thought of it like that. Victoria Palms has over a thousand palm trees. This was so intriguing to me because if you think about as a kid, I remember the palm trees were everywhere, everywhere. And, and we've lost a lot of them due to, you know, freezes, hurricanes. Um, I even think that there was an eradication way back when, like a, but yeah, like a root rot or something. Yeah, something like that. Something. And so, you know, it it really, I I'm on the road a lot, you know, yep. driving up and down the valley, and I say, okay, that's Palm Shadows, okay, that's Casa del Valle, you know, it's, yeah watch the next time and so we we did a survey i'll have to find the numbers for you on on how many palm trees do you have you start thinking about you know it was the numbers were crazy i'm gonna look that up go for it go for it um because you you talk about who's making money the palm tree trimmers yeah oh yeah that's another that's another (laughs) business right there i remember being on road trips to go visit uh my dad's parents 
up in Taylor, which is up by Austin. And my dad, being the artist that he was, he did this really cool painting of a windmill, and he gave it to his mother. And my sister had this fascination with windmills. And I think Amber, she counted 70-something windmills wow. leaving Mission going up to... Like, wow. Yeah. Okay, so those I Those were lied. active, not, not, those, not those little fake ones that right. you put in your yard, like decor, you know. Okay, so I lied. Victoria Palms doesn't have a thousand. Oh. They have two thousand two hundred and forty six oh, palm God. trees. Yana Grande is number two with two thousand palm trees. And um the average is probably about three hundred palm trees. Per park. Per park. And maybe used, maybe even higher than that. And we used to see them everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course. Uh, for our listeners out there in the Rio Grande Valley, that's back when the highway was just a two-lane. The 83 was a two-lane, and it was Orange Grove, Onion Field, Orange Grove, you know, watermelons. I mean, back. Um, I'm try- I think the artist's name. Uh, oh Lord, help me, Salazar, and at the Westlaco Chamber of Commerce and City Hall over there, the old Albertsons, they have his artwork on the wall. And I call those windows in time. Mm-hmm. And I got to meet him uh, a while back. And, I'll, and of course, being me being me, I went, hey, uh, why don't you ever paint a crop duster in there? You know, an old Rockwell <laughs> thrush or, you know, not an air tractor, but, you know, maybe a, an old Stearman or something or an ag wagon or an ag cat. And he goes, I never thought about that. I mean, he's put, he's put trucks in there. But growing up, it's always palm trees and orange grove, a field, uh, Growing aloe vera or something, all of a sudden there's big the old yellow duster. crop dusters mm-hmm. sitting there pitching up and and spraying. It's like wow, that's that's the valley I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not it's, it's not, not the valley that? it's not the valley we remember, but it's very exciting too. Um, I think here in South Texas you can do more faster. Yeah. I, I think about what I'm doing here with Welcome Home RGB, and there's no way I could have made made this happen in Dallas. Yeah, this has been yeah, a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'm very grateful to be home and to be, you know, doing something for my community. And um, it's just fun. And your kiddo, you think one day she'll take it over? Or she's got her own thing going she's on right now. She's got her own thing going on. You know, I think um, it'll be interesting to see how, how, how that goes. But, yeah. You know... The, the thing I love most about, you know, our work environment is, you know, we have a very talented team of women who are looking for a creative outlet, ways to, um, you know, they all have kids. Mm-hmm. Most of them have kids at home and a flexible schedule, you know, working around the school calendar and, you know, still feeling like they're doing meaningful work. And so I, I'm thrilled to be able to provide that opportunity. We have a really great team. Well, I'll say nature abhors a vacuum and you've filled a particular niche and uh, it's kind of hard to beat. Yeah. I'll it's, say that. It's fun. Yeah. And every time I see the color orange, which is like the official color of <laughs> mm-hmm. Welcome Home RGV, I see something orange. I think 
uh, is Christy over there? Are they setting up something? Mm-hmm. Who, is, who, who are these people? Is there an event? I'll call Donna. Uh, hey, is there anything going on with the Welcome Home? Why? I see a bunch of orange stuff over here. So Well, it's funny because people say, why orange? I'm like, well, it's A, it's my favorite color. And if you remember the early days, mm-hmm. it was originally red. Mm-hmm. But um, I had two shirts that we had our logo put on. And if I wore that shirt, people would recognize me. If I didn't, they were like, who are you again? This is early on, early on. And by the end of that season, my red shirts were maroon mm. from all the laundry. Yeah. And I live in a Longhorn house. Oh, so yeah. that was not acceptable. Yeah. But um, orange has always been my favorite color. And it's a happy color, too. And, it, you know, I know I knew it was working when I had an activity director email me in the off season a photo of something she had found at Walmart that was orange and mm-hmm. she said I think you'd like this so there and that's, you go. yeah and it, it is a signal color is mm-hmm. to get people's attention mm-hmm. those orange cones out there is that y'all too <laughs> no, I'm just kidding <laughs> is that a, construction or is Christy a, got an event it's amazing what all you can find in orange <laughs> <laughs> it definitely stands out, and you definitely stand out. Well, and we—it's um, great partnering up with you on stuff, and it's—I uh, can't wait to see what the future holds with y'all. It's something exciting. Yep. When y'all gonna start doing air shows? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. Kidding, not kidding. Um, I know. Yeah. I'm just—we've got enough on our plate, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, but never say never. I know. No joke. It might be a balloon fest or something. Maybe. Who knows? Yikes. But <laughs> that's me wishing on a star. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? But Never uh, know. So you grew up here in McAllen, and you remember how it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember when Jackson was uh, a dirt road. Remember oh, that? yeah. I remember when north of Nolana, like the country place subdivision yeah. on 2nd Street, mm-hmm. was out in the boonies. Yeah. I mean, I used to have to take a friend of mine's little brother home after school. And, I mean, it was a dirt road. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, going up 2nd Street there at the, we, we just called it 2nd Street Bridge. Mm-hmm. A buddy of mine lived over there at uh, Lake James. And uh, there was a member of our crew who was very, how do you say, culinary. He was uh, he, he liked cooking. Mm-hmm. So we'd, we'd sit there, and we'd go over there and park our cars. He'd have some food. And some guys would even cast a line. And we had a boom box going, listen, mm-hmm. or our car stereos going, and we're just hanging out, just being kids. And ooh, it's it's nowhere mm-hmm. now. It's like it's you know homes and stuff. Absolutely, it's it's, it's wild. It's crazy. And uh, now, when you were cru- when you were cruising around, uh, of course, this is Payne Auto Talk. What was your first car? My first car was a 1977 Chevette. Nice. I loved that car. It was a four door hatchback. Mm-hmm. It was. It was a kind of a burnt orange. Um, I loved that car. I still dream about that car. It's a classic now. Mm-hmm. No power steering, no oh, power yeah. brakes. It was AM radio, solid gold Saturday night is what we used to listen to. I have very fond memories of that car. Oh, man. Well, maybe, who knows, in a park there's one underneath a tarp. that. <laughs> Probably. Need... Yeah, a couple hundred bucks, it can be yours. <laughs> yeah. The Welcome Home Mobile. Yep. It was a great car, though. Cool. Loved it. And when you said it was AM only. AM only. I, and for my 17th birthday, my parents bought me a radio with a cassette player. Oh, for the car. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. Styling. Yes. And what was what tapes were you putting in there? 
Well, you mentioned the Cars earlier. I yeah. loved the Cars' greatest hits. Um, Steve Miller Band. Yep. Okay. Um, Eurasia, of course. Mm-hmm. Depeche Mode. You know, I, I had a wide range mm-hmm. of, of music, you know. Um, 80s dance music is kind of my favorite. But um, i trying to think what else. Steve Miller Band, The Cars, Howard Jones. Howard Jones. I loved that one. Um, Eddie Money. Oh, yeah. I love Eddie Money. Um, Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's ringing a bell. It's like you're, this is, you're, you're, that's my sister's uh, tape collection mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see. I, there was an 80s compilation tape she had, had all sorts of, you know, had Flock of Seagulls mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Moody Blues. Moody Blues. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we had some fun driving around that car. Because I'm an October birthday, so I was driving before all of my friends and, and so, with four doors yes you were the taxi yes and i loved every minute of it i had a friend who lived out at lake james so i would leave early go pick him up and then do carpool you know i pick everybody up really? along the way and yeah mm-hmm. oh. just give me a little gas money yeah that's my my buddy kirk he mm-hmm. was from lake james and he mm-hmm. had a little 88 crx mm-hmm that thing was hot, man. <laughs> I'd sit there with pocket change, and this is back, was it, 88 cents a gallon. I'm like, dude, I got like five bucks in change. He goes, we're putting gas in the car, and we're going to get some Slurpees. I'm like, yeah, yeah. or slushies. Mm-hmm. 7-Eleven, they, they were here, they went away, they came back. Yeah. 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 Remember cruising 10th? That was like the big thing. It was the thing, and going to Mr. Gaddy's when it was over um, on Atlanta. Mm-hmm. The mill? Remember the yes, mill? Yes, yes. You know, funny story about my cute little car. They used to call me, my friends used to call me Glass Packs. That was my nickname for really? many, many years. Because I apparently, um, when you have a hole in your muffler, yeah, it causes some noise. Oh, and yeah. So I didn't, I didn't know. I, I had the music blaring so, yeah. so loud, I never heard it. But they <laughs> would call me Glass Packs. Oh, yeah. I actually uh, had a Glass Pack on... Uh, when I got my grand folks' Suburban. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had one on. I was like, hey, what's this? They go, that's a glass pack muffler. I'm like, oh, I'm putting that on there. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded awesome. <laughs> it was very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, uh, if and when I had a girlfriend back then, uh, her folks knew when, you know, we drive away and pull up. It's like, I better hear your muffler at this time. You got, <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Not a problem. So, yeah, good times. So, Whatever happened to that Chevette? It just had to go away. It um, finally gave up the ghost. I think it was when I was getting all, ready to go off to college. My parents probably didn't think it was the best to travel. I don't know. Did you tear up? I got a Chevy Corsica. Oh yeah! I loved that car too. I remember. Yeah, army buddy of mine, his mm-hmm. uh, his wife had one. Mm-hmm. You know, man, we went everywhere in that thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dang. So, you're a Chevy gal? Or I am. You, oh, man. What are you driving now? Well, yeah. Let's edit this one out. No, no. Um, that's all right. Um, I have a cute little SUV Mercedes. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. We have those two pre owned. <laughs> well, I told Craig to be on the lookout for a new one. Oh yeah. Well, a new old one. I'm all you. about the used car. Yeah, so. that's that's one thing. It's if you're on a budget, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with something. Lightly loved. I love that. I mean, why pay 
Some people don't edit this out too. Why no, people no, <laughs> no, no. It's it's uh, like with guitars. Like uh, I, I remember buying guitars off the rack, and I end up changing out some of the electronics mm-hmm. or other stuff. And and recently, uh, thank you Facebook Marketplace. Oh my gosh, I love it. Oh my god, that is well, what a dumpster fire for me. No, it's the fact of somebody goes, oh, I've got these guitar parts, and it's next to nothing. I'm like, well, if my parts kind of wear out at least okay i've got those and all of a sudden i'm sitting here and i'm like where's all these parts and i start amassing them and i went well i can build a guitar now <laughs> and, and that's what i did and i built one i'm like okay something happens to this one i won't cry as much mm-hmm. you know? so that, that'll be my travel one you know for going on the road well or flying i i have a thing for furniture you know so oh. yeah I love antique furniture, and so Facebook Marketplace, I'm like, no, 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 not today. Not today. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Antiquing. It has to be today. Oh, and I don't have time today. So Yeah, but yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like, you want it's like, oh, I'm just going to click on this just for mm-hmm. a second. And I've passed some stuff up before, and my buddies are like, man, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. I would have gotten that. I'm like, well, go ahead. That's right. Or, hey. Or we'll do that for each other. Hey, uh, there's a guy over in your part of town. Can you go, if I cash app you, or can you get it to me, I'll pay you at the gig. Yeah, man, it's cool. And all of a sudden we're... Well, you have to also watch out for the location-based stuff. Because I bought a table. I thought, man, this is a great table. hundred bucks. I bought it. Not realizing it was in Georgetown. Oh, up by Austin, Mm -hmm. Santone. So apparently my... My location was based on the yeah. last time I was there. Yep. So, luckily, I, my daughter lives there. So, yeah, I was. I was like, uh, Guess what you're doing this afternoon? <laughs> yeah, I was in Seattle and uh, I didn't realize, you know, I'd come back and I went, Well, this is really cheap. All of a sudden, I went, Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. It's like they took a picture of this guitar outside or something, and I'm going, Why is there a mountain in the background? Right. Oh, right. that's, mm-hmm. I had to check my location. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> buyer beware. That's right. That's right. So, and so you're listening to all that stuff. And here, of course, the musical portion of Pain Auto Talk. You get to choose the song, and I get to play it. Usually it's country and rock. But we were listening to, was it Howard Jones? Howard Jones, No One Is to Blame. It's a really great story. Yeah. And or I, song. The story is, is you can't always get what you want. Oh, man. It sounds like the Stones. Mm-hmm, you got me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I heard a little snippet of it here earlier, and I went, oh, that's cool. It's so, one of those songs that just transports me back to... You know the 1980s, yeah. and I love it. And every time I hear it, you know, it gives me goosebumps. Yeah, it's like a warm blanket. Mm-hmm. I was talking about that in a previous uh, episode, and uh, how everything is circular and it's coming back, and the 80s are coming back. As long as the leg warmers don't come back, hey, the mullets are back, man. <laughs> it's back. I see, I see guys younger than me. They're like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, hey, what's going on with you? What's up with your hair? Mm-hmm. What do you mean, man? This is the style. I'm like, in 85. Right. Mm-hmm. But all right. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> I used to have big sideburns. I had big chops. And that was oh, kind of a new young thing, but nah. I had a perm. Oh. I had the big, I mean, it was big. A perm and bangs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking like coming out of a, was it Napoleon Dynamite? Oh, yeah. It was bad. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> a perm. It was horrible. I don't know what I was thinking. Leg warmers. When the Barbie Corvette came mm-hmm. out, it was like a big thing. 
was that Gremlins? Yeah. Gremlins. Yeah. yeah. Gizmo uh-huh. drove it. The eighties are here. Mm-hmm. Well, MTV, the video. Yeah. And their what was that first video? Video killed, killed the, the radio, radio star. star. Mm-hmm. That was the Bungles. Wow. And you're talking about when you start talking about dance music. I'm sitting here. And I hear Billy Idol dancing with my set. Oh, uh, 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 oh, and I'm going, oh, wow. And uh, who was that one bit? I want candy. Doo, doo, mm-hmm. doo. I don't remember who that one was. I remember the beach scene. The girl, she had a mohawk. Mm-hmm. The whole visual. But yeah, it's it's coming around. Who knows? Maybe uh, I know Winter Texans do their theme parties. Like they mm-hmm. do their Halloween parties and mm-hmm. whatnot. Who knows? They might do an 80s thing. Well, I've already you know said it so it's out there Uh oh um when i turn 55 i'm having an 80s dance party two years two years yeah because you think about it 55 most of our rv parks are 55 plus which is just mind-boggling to think because i don't feel 53 and when i talk to even my 80 year old winter texans they're like i don't feel 80 you know, age is only a number. You're only as old as you think you are. And some days I feel every bit of 80, but most of the time <laughs> I feel 17, 18, 19. You know? Yeah. My uh, my dad kind of said the same thing. He says, man, I woke up this morning. I'm ready to take on the world. I look in the mirror and this old man's looking at me. And I said, what'd you do? He goes, oh, I yelled at him for a little bit. <laughs> How dare you get old? You and know? then I quit looking in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. That's another song. I don't go around mirrors anymore. Mm-hmm. God bless you, the late great Daryl Singletary, one of my heroes. But yeah, but well, so it's Howard Jones. Howard Jones. No yeah. one is to blame. No one is to blame by Howard Jones. When you first brought it up, uh, I'll say this: you said, "Oh yeah, Howard Jones." I'm thinking that's an investment firm or something. You know, <laughs> you know, the stock market's up with Howard Jones. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. No, it's it's great music. Cool. Well, I will definitely get that out for you right now. Okay, Christy, we don't own the rights to this song, but Mr. Howard Jones sure does. You can look at the menu, but you just can't eat. You can feel the cushions, but you can't have a seat. You can dip your foot in the pool, but you can't have a swim. You can feel all the punishment, but you can't commit the sin. And you want her, and she wants you. We want everyone, and you want her. And she wants you No one, no one, no one ever is to blame You can build a mansion, but you just can't live in You're the fastest runner But you're not allowed to win Some break the rules And live to count the cost The insecurity is the thing That won't get lost And you want her 
and she wants you. We want everyone, and you want her, and she wants you. No one, no one, no one ever is to blame. See the summit, but you just can't reach it. It's the last piece of the puzzle, but you can't make it fit. Doctor said you could, but you still feel the pain. Aspirations in the clouds, but your hopes go right down the drain. And you want her, and she wants you. We want everyone, and you want her. Wants you. No one, no one, no one ever is to blame. No one ever is to blame. No one ever is to blame. Well, that brings us up to an end of another episode of Pain Auto Talk. I've been here with the lovely Ms. Christy Collier from Welcome Home RGV and WelcomeHomeRGV.com. Christy, thank you very much for joining us today. What do you, what do you have in closing? I just am very grateful for the opportunity to talk about my winter Texans and all that they do. And, you know, the uh, thanks to the pains. You know, you guys are great partners, and anytime I need anything, you're always there for me. So I appreciate you guys. We appreciate you all, too. And also, let's let's remind folks here, Winter Texan Expo is coming up. January 17th, 16th and 17th in McAllen, mm-hmm. and the 18th in Brownsville. Okay, a one-day event in Brownsville. Can I redo that? Yeah, let's see. Winter Texan Expo, January 16th and 17th in McAllen mm-hmm. at the McAllen Convention Center, and January 18th at the Brownsville Event Center. Okay, and the cruises are already... Uh, paid up and done those are already booked mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. and uh, we have one going in november in november um and then of course we have our next cruise with christy for 2025 we're already planning 2025 and 2026 it's crazy gotta get ahead of the curve that's right and then stay tuned for more info late february around the 24th for a poker run yes so all your people out there on two and three wheels because i know you like them trikes too be, uh, be on the lookout for that. Welcome home, RGV, and welcome home, RGV.com. The lovely Miss Christy Collier and crew. So, thank you very much for joining us today. Once again, this has been an edition of Pain Auto Talk with me, your host, Chris Marshall of the Pain Street Team, brought to you by Pain Auto Group Valleywide and PainAutoGroup.com, where we have what you want. Loca through get us, regardless. And we are gone.